Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Facing. This podcast is brought to you by NutriShop Franklin. Go on by NutriShop Franklin for all your personal needs. You need supplements? They got it. You need your protein? They got it. You need to pick me up? Need to drink a bang? They got it. So go check them out in Franklin in the Cool Springs area. When you stop in and you see Kyle, say, hey, Jacob said you got some good stuff here. I'll tell you, you won't be disappointed because they have unrivaled customer service. So go check them out and tell them you heard about them and the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Go check out the uh, website at barbell-voodoo.com for all your awesome apparel needs. And also check out Barbell Voodoo Private Label. We just want to be a part of anything you're doing. And anything you need printed, that's the place to have it done. In the meantime, enjoy the podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Uh, we are sitting down here with Dan Questenberry with uh, Brand X. I got that name right. You did. I'm so yeah. excited. <laughs> Y'all know who've been listening that I don't do very well at that, but this is episode uh, 69. And so uh, we, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I've seen uh, Brand X popping up all over the place. It's, it's, it's especially um, important to know about now with the whole CrossFit Kids thing um that's happening with crossfit hq and all that um and i think it's a it's an important thing to uh know about and have your people probably go and experience at some point um i get to go experience it tomorrow super excited about so uh welcome to the show dan um tell us about uh you and about your fitness journey well um i'd say in addition to now running a kids and teens training center with the brand X. I'm also an elementary physical education teacher. Um, it's always been kind of my passion, uh, fitness, moving, and every day I get to do that with kids. So I never feel like I'm working, um, and it keeps me young and active. Uh, growing up, uh, you know, we didn't have all the electronics and stuff to, today that kids have that I'm sure we'll talk about with the brand X and what we're trying to you know, work against, but always one of those outside, whatever season it was, baseball, mm-hmm. we played baseball, basketball, right, yeah. basketball, football, football. Um, yeah, I've talked uh, about that on here. Like uh, with, with my story, yeah. like it, it, even having some younger CrossFitters on here, you know, yeah. some younger athletes who are adults now, I was like, you know, when I grew up, like we just played whatever season it was. Right. And so we would just rotate through the sports and yeah. play them all. And then, you know, and even in makeup games, you know, the old kick the can. Did you play that growing up? No, I didn't kick cans. Uh, so no. <laughs> I would take so, a stick and hit it with like, like a baseball That was probably like sometimes. an advanced nighttime <laughs> hide-and-seek type game. But, yeah, I mean, baseball, we'd play with a tennis ball so we didn't break uh-huh. windows and houses. And I remember growing up, one house was a green monster. Like in Boston, you'd try to hit the uh-huh. tennis ball over the house. Uh-huh. Um, but things like that. And then, then into sports, same thing. The big three, baseball, basketball, football were mine. And then high school, some track too, mm-hmm. which our football coach coached. So he kind of made the football players do that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then just going into college, even then continuing with uh, intramurals and, you know, got into the weight training and weightlifting in high school through football and always had a love and passion for it. And then and I was one of those in college. I spent two, three years kind of jumping around, journal studies, different majors, 
never really knowing what I wanted to do, and then um, went into physical education teaching. And when I got in there, I, I remember this was at West Virginia University. There was 20, I think 20 people got in each semester, and I would say 18, if not 19 of the 20, we had the exact same personalities. Oh, funny. And it just, yeah, we had just the same common interest. So then the next few years of college was the same thing. It never felt like you were going to class. Mm-hmm. You know, you're with your friends, you're learning about things you like, yeah. and it just became fun. And your here I am now. automatically gel together. It, yeah. yeah. And yeah. 21 years later, still doing it, and still don't feel like I've worked a day in my life. That's but, awesome, um, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of about me. I've always been one of those just love, love to move. I get antsy if I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate the long car rides, and I'm one of those at the gas stations. I'll do some jumping jacks or something just to <laughs> try to get some blood flowing. Those um, people. One of those, like, are. what's he doing? It's just like, I'm all cooped up. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. So in the, in the school, <clears throat> like, do you, do you think, like, you know, I've been, I've been, a part of several P transitions, I feel like over the years. Um, cause like growing up at school, we would play sports. And so like we, or something like we would be on something, a, a task, whatever. Uh, sometimes it was dodgeball for a few weeks or that would like transition us into another thing. We, we'd had tennis, we had softball for a time. We had kickball, we had all these different things. Um, and then it seems like, you know, now my kids go to PE right. um, and they're like, I don't want any part of it. Like, uh, all they do is go, kind of go out and play and do some stuff like that. They, they're not, PE has transitioned a little bit for, for, for that time, it seems like, but I assume it's not that way with you. Like, no, um, you probably are very intentional about how you address PE. So like what? And that's what, which I'm sure we'll get to later with the brand X, what got me into the whole functional fitness and mm-hmm. stuff with kids is we've always been a skills-based program and we teach sports skills, but it's more of the whole in the realm of physical literacy. If you know mm-hmm. how to throw, catch, kick, strike, you know, with the gymnastics, tumbling, rolling, balance, um, rhythmic movements. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then fitness was all ongoing, always part of it. And then my thing was more of how to teach the movements more specifically, you know, because a lot of PE teachers out there, if they do um, incorporate fitness into, say, you're doing chasing, fleeing, and dodging, you know, mm-hmm. just okay, tag. Yeah. Um, and they say, okay, you get it tagged. sounds much better when you say sounds, chasing, fleeing, and dodging. It's, well, it's technically the skill, yeah, more technical, <laughs> but tag for everyone yeah. out there. Uh, yeah, they may say, okay, we're going to do five squats. Well, most of the kids don't even know how to squat. Yeah. So it was more yeah. being deliberate in teaching. Um, Teaching the movements. Um, same thing with whether it's, you know, push-ups or lunges or sit-ups or a plank, whatever it may be. And that's when me personally got into, okay, say the doing the CrossFit-style workouts back in, you know, 2010, 2011. I was like, well, this would be great for kids. Not so mm-hmm. much what CrossFit has become today, but just how to move your body and how yeah, to the move health the right and wellness way. side yes. of it as opposed to the competition side of it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I've noticed in, in 21 years, like kids and the right way to say it are getting more and more and more or less and less athletic coming in because mm-hmm. they don't do mm-hmm. the things we did growing up. Yeah. Like even something simply as telling them to skip across the room. Most kindergartners can do, could do before, yeah. but now they can't really, they, really like I mean, just can't skip. Can't skip. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, I mean, we can teach them how to, but that used to be more a natural thing. Yeah. And even like something you just did. And like yeah. throwing and catching things like that. I don't know. Parents don't play catch anymore. You know, uh-huh. they, they hand their kid an, an iPad to uh-huh. keep them busy while yeah. they're on their own phone. Um, so just a lot of things that used to be more natural in maybe my first five, six, seven years teaching mm. that we could kind of go through quicker and move on. Yeah. We're spending more time because they've never learned how to do it. And and you, you talked about us being a little different. Take something like jumping rope. Now, that, that's mm-hmm. a skill. Majority of kindergartners don't come in even 20 years sure, ago knowing sure. how to do. But what I see is when we get that transfer. So we get a new third grader. Mm-hmm. Well, Kids at my school have been there four years. By third grade, they jump rope really well. Yeah, sure. And now you have this third grader that came from their school. Well, they never taught them how to jump rope. Yeah. And here they are in a class of 50 kids, and 49 of them can jump rope, uh-huh. and they've never learned the skill. Even oh, wow. fourth and fifth grade, I've seen that, Yeah, which, which is amazing. So you're doing doubles with them? Don't double under. Some yeah. do. Don't, some, awesome. some some can do it, yeah. There's some, there's some schools uh, that have those uh, jump rope. Uh, clubs or whatever, yeah, right? Man, just amazing. Yeah, what they do. Well, it just shows like they put the time into it. Yeah, um, yeah, they are. That's incredible. Yeah. There were there was somebody that um, I saw the other day that was talking about. Um, the, I guess it oh it was because of nineteen point two, which had uh, double unders in it, and they were talking about how they're so thankful for their PE teacher back in the day who uh, pushed them in, in learning jump rope. And right. like she was a part of the jump rope team or whatever, you know, yeah. at her school. And so she's very proficient at yeah. double unders, you know, now, and, and where that's a learning curve for most of us oh, yeah. <laughs> out there. Right. Once you get past singles, you know, it's yeah. all downhill. But yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, so that that's interesting. Um, so are there, um, like, for instance, there's like Common Core, um, that we talk about around here for educational purposes in terms of studies like uh, um, English and math and all those kind of things. Is, the, is there not a certain, um, uh, I don't know, skills that, that students learn along the way across the board? Like for you, you're in Williamson County. Are there certain um, things that kids should know by the time they go to middle school for you? There are. We have um, national and then state okay. standards and then even on the district level, um, you'll kind of develop your scope and sequence huh, yeah. for each grade level as well. But of course, we being here, we follow the Tennessee state standards, and then we have our own, you know, for our county, the mm-hmm. um, the order which we go through those skills, and they are broken down: kindergarten, first grade, second, like yeah, second yeah. grade. You know, you should be able to throw and catch with a partner, or mm-hmm. throw to a moving target. Where a kindergarten maybe throw to a stationary target, yeah, or, yeah. and and whatnot, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we <laughs> there was a competition I was at uh, this summer sometime, and the last uh, mystery workout involved a uh, a throw, right. okay, like a sandbag throw into cans, and you had to knock them off the thirty inch box or whatever, right? And you were I don't know maybe uh, thirty feet away from it, something like that, yeah. And it was astounding. Like these are these are yeah. grown ups, and and throwing is one of our, our yeah. main attributes. Like you need to know how to throw. Yeah. Um, but when's the last time you threw anything besides a wall ball up to a ten foot target? Right. You know, as a CrossFitter, like it, 
might be a deficit in right. our programming, you know? Um, and Which so, is where we are when we'll get to that with the brand X is different. It's more about the physical literacy and being yeah. able to do all of those things. And you remember the games, Jason Kalipa, uh-huh. one of the original uh-huh. games, when he yeah. couldn't throw a softball, it was yeah. like 20 yards. That's right. yeah. I mean, here he is, a freak, you quote unquote athlete. <laughs> yeah. But are you if you can't throw a ball 20 yards? Mm-hmm. All right. So it's funny. It was funny. Yeah. It was detrimental. Um, that, I mean, people were so mad. I can't believe throwing as far as like, dude, that's part well, of it. Well, it's funny you said that. I'm, I was running our varsity class yesterday, and we're doing a barefoot balance drill, tossing a tennis ball off the wall, catching. Mm-hmm. And one of the adult coaches comes in because we, we're back up right before their class. And she's like, huh, we should do this with the adults. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, what are we doing? I said, what's well, not even the throwing? I go, watch their feet. Look at their ankles. Uh-huh. I mean, building that in the arches. Um, some of kids have collapsed arches these mm-hmm. days, so we do a lot with that. It's working their balance, but they're also throwing and catching and using mm. their non-dominant hand and their dominant hand. Um, now you're doing the whole right-left brain crossover thing. Um, yeah. has a lot of yeah. layers to it. It does. Um, and that's just using throwing, not to mention mm-hmm. things like kicking or striking. Well, I mean, you, it, I see a lot of deficits with ankle mobility, ankle strength yeah. with adults mm-hmm. who come in, can't squat, you know, and are, are having problems with that. And also there's, you know, sometimes some hip and stuff like that. But right. but a lot of ankle mm-hmm. um, well, look at their deficits. Feet, or you know? Their feet collapsing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually their arches. And a lot of that's just as humans wearing shoes all the time. Sure. As so they're going barefoot. Um, I hate being barefoot. I'm yeah. One of those people. One of the, yeah. My do. brother's like that. My toes that. are gross looking. He, he hates so, feet. Yeah, yeah. I don't like feet. We, <laughs> we hate feet. Yeah. yeah. This other guy I work with, me and him, we, 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 we're like, we hate feet. We don't want anything to do with feet. <laughs> <laughs> um, in fact, last year, somebody printed out a picture of feet that's for my birthday and put like, you know, happy birthday, Jacob, you know, whatever, yeah. um, at my work. I and feet. I was like, it was the most disgusting feet that I've ever seen there. It, it was terrible. And I was like, that's, that's disgusting. Yeah. So yeah, I have problems with feet, but anyways, uh, well, you were saying about, you know, PE and standard. The thing is to your point, um, with standardized tests and such, mm-hmm. people worry about that. Sure, uh, but like we tell our kids, it doesn't how matter how smart you are, like where are you going to house it? And we talk about sure, why yeah. it's important being healthy. Um, you know, that's you want to live a long, healthy life. It, mm-hmm. it helps your brain, and the research is there when kids are active. Um, you ever seen that graphic of the brain where it's mm-hmm. like not lit up, and then oh, yeah. after twenty minutes of movement, it's like green, on yellow, fire. on yeah. fire. Yeah. Um, so the kids do better if they move. Sure. So we try yeah. to, as PE teachers, too, encourage the teachers to do movement breaks and mm. do them often. Because mm-hmm. um, a lot of times, if kids have behavior problems, it's usually because they need to move. Sure. It's kind of like I said, I, I was one of those. I can't sit still. I used to get my name on the board with the little check marks. And, <laughs> and then what they do, then they try to take away your recess time, which is what you even need Oh, more. that drives me crazy <laughs> at yeah. school when when the discipline is taking away the time that the student needs. You know? Exactly. Like, that, I'm like, Oh, you can't punish that way. Do that and it'll actually be better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's, that's interesting. Do you have a lot of teachers that buy into that with you? They do. Okay. Yeah. And we started, um, a lot of times with the County, I do summer PD days for other PE teachers Mm -hmm. to kind of show what we're doing and how this works. So maybe they'll take it back and do it at their schools. And then this last summer start doing it for classroom teachers. Mm -hmm. Hey, this is how you can do movement breaks. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of ideas the out kid there. kid acts up, make him do burpees. Yeah, and even showing them. That <laughs> would be yeah. the worst. Right. <laughs> but you don't, yeah, you don't want to use Give me exercise 10 burpees. as punishment. 
But if you people teach them, do it hey, all we're the time. going to do about? burpees. Kids love it. Yeah. If we're I show up late to class, how many times can you burpees. lay down and get up in a minute? And to a kid, okay. And you yeah. do that in class, and, and they get to take a break from you know math or yeah, yeah. They're going to buy in and a little competition and a little yeah. Like yeah. How, how many times can you lay down, and get up, uh-huh. and then they go, yeah, and, and they'll just do it. That's you know? cool. Yeah. Somewhere about what uh, seventh grade or so that breaks down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you, you know, you find different ways to motivate. Yeah. You know yeah. how it is. Anything. I lo- I loved. Uh, I used to work with with middle schoolers, and and I loved up into. It used to be in eighth grade, but it, it kids it's mature lower, quicker lower, yeah. now, I guess, or whatever. Um, which is not actually true, but they stay in adolescence longer, but they mature quote quotes yeah. in there um, faster, but. In um, their mind, but it was great working with them because you could ask them to do anything, and they just yeah. be like, "All right, yeah," and like they just go do it. Yeah. You're like, "We need that trash can emptied out." I'm sorry, the bag broke, and we have no gloves. Yeah, cool. This yeah. is gonna be disgusting. Yeah, yeah. They go do it. You know, yeah. And uh, you know, fun games and stuff like that. They just do it. But then you know, they they get older, and they're always all of a sudden too cool for school. And, oh, yeah. And I'm like, you would have so much more fun in life if you yeah. were a little more free spirited. But. Yeah. Um, well, that's really neat. You know, I I don't know. Um, I'm not in schools, and you know, my my kids now uh, don't do PE. They do. Uh, they they have band and stuff like that. They have right. they have play in middle school, um, which is a little different. Um, their electives change, and 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 when I got into high school, I remember you could even opt out of PE. Um, because like I played in the drum line, and so like right. I would go and, and we'd play drums instead of instead right. of PE credit and stuff like that. Um, what do you what do you feel about that the the kind of trade off now that right. kind of students have where they can go you know physical education is great but I'm going to go concentrate on this yeah. instead well, of course I don't agree with that yeah <laughs> at all yeah. I was laying out a softball for yeah, you on yeah. that one you. what's even you know and it's numbers whatever I mean PE in my mind should be every day yeah. I mean but you know you got schools 800 kids elementary you just can't with sure. space and schedule. Why it is important in getting the other teachers to buy in. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do have recess daily, and that time for free play is important. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, and the, all that the studies are out there for that too. But they do need that structured, organized instruction mm-hmm. and 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 how to do things. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Um, and, and that's where PE comes in. And it's a shame you get to like middle high school to think they don't get that, Mm-mm. and if their parents don't seek out. You know, outsource it somewhere else. Like, where, where are they getting it? Mm-hmm. I mean, what are they learning? Yeah. Um, so now, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, you're afraid you're going too far on that one. Big you, no, you yeah, yeah. Now. <laughs> but yeah. No, it's a shame. It shouldn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, yeah, it's tough, and and academics want to be academics, right? And and, and we lose sight of the beneficialness of it, like. Um, of people's brain activity mm-hmm. on on physical activity, you know, like I I know a hundred percent the days I don't I choose not to work out first thing in the morning as opposed to the days that I do work out first thing in the morning. Right. How much more productive I am in those first few hours? How much less I am on the days I don't work out? And right. um, really, uh, how much better of a human being I am? Right. Yeah. <laughs> because I've done that. You know, case in point, like for me yesterday, I didn't work out because I was like I'll take a rest day before I do the open workout, which I did today. Um, and, and so like, I got, of course, hounded this morning also when I didn't show up, but you know, right. I was going to go work out later. Yeah. Um, and, 
and the day, whole day, like I felt foggy. I felt, you know, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, and the weather didn't help, but you What's know, that increased blood flow. Yeah. And everything getting released. And, and I was like, I didn't work out. And I was like, I don't yeah. know that the trade off is worth it right. um, to me. And you know, I'm a 40 year old male, like, yeah. you know, like I, I'm an adult. I don't need that physical activity. Yeah. Like, you know, like those kids do, but, That's uh, right. but I do, you know, like I, yeah. I, I don't like having a day of fogginess and, you know, kind of lethargy and, you know, that kind of, mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And, and when so. kids do that, they're more lethargic in the classroom. They're mm-hmm. not paying attention. They're not getting the material anyway. Yeah. They want to A lot of up. teachers think, well, that winds them up. Well, no, it's actually going to make them more alert to mm-hmm. actually learn more because mm-hmm. they're not listening to you right now anyway. That's right. So take a two minute break. Just yeah. two minutes. It's amazing what you can do. You know how long two minutes can be. Oh, yeah. Or one minute. Just get on an assault bike mm-hmm. for Cut one minute. <laughs> We all know that, yeah, just one minute. Uh, you can do anything for one minute. That's right. I always want to punch uh, those people. Yeah, I don't know. That time always changes. Like, you can do anything for five minutes. No. No. I'm no. not even confident for 30 no, seconds I'm right good. now. What do you <laughs> Well, that's very cool. I, I mean, it, and I think, I mean, that's what that's what it seems like we're, we're all trading off in our society now is that, that workouts and the expanse of education and and also the fact that parents, I, I think it's also a deficit, and this, this is beyond our, our probably scope that we're going to talk about, but I think it's at a deficit that also parents aren't getting out and throwing with their kids and doing right. those little things that, um, that like I grew up doing with, with my dad. You know, like if I, if I wanted to learn how to throw a baseball mm-hmm. and be a proficient, a proficient like first baseman, like my dad took me out in the yard yeah. and he would hit line drives at me or he would throw the ball at me as hard as he could to make sure I could catch it, you know, and get, you know, throw it just out, out of reach and all those kind of things to practice skills um, that now like parents kind of just contract out to other people, yeah. you know, and they're, they're, and, and that's what I appreciate also about things like that you're involved in because you are, you know, partnered up with CrossFit boxes and whatever else, but like there's a place for adults that are, that are modeling for their kids, but there's something that they can do together right. so that when you're at home and, and you go, man, let's do, let's do a little workout together. Mm-hmm. Like w- we could do that. Let's do some burpees and some push ups and maybe like a quick little run or something. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden you, you're both all on the same page connecting in a way that you never would have had that right. opportunity before. And, and what, what's up with our culture now is that y- you wouldn't have had that opportunity period because mm-hmm. you would find somebody else to do it for you. Right. You know? Um, and so, I think I think that's a fantastic thing. But uh, let's come back, take a little break, and talk about Brand X here in a minute. Okay. All right. Sounds good. This podcast is brought to you by Paleo Works. It's locally owned meal prep kitchen with a passion for paleo. They make it easy for people to have the nutrition they need when they need it. They deliver weekly menus of heat and eat paleo meals, athlete recovery meals, and bulk macro items, for those of you counting macros, as well as a variety of side items that can be added to your order. Their meals feature 100% grass-fed, all-natural and hormone-free chicken, beef, and pork. They have pickup locations all over the place to make it easy for you to pick up your meals, and they also have delivery options around Nashville area for a small fee. Paleo Works wants to make nutrition the easiest part of your day. Welcome back to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Hope you enjoyed that little break. Um, those of you that didn't fast forward through it and actually listened to it, hope you enjoyed that. Uh, but yeah, we're coming back. We're going to talk about uh, this Brand X. 
movement experience, new teaching tool, new, I mean, it kind of encompasses all of that, right? I mean, like, I don't know, maybe that's just me. Right. Yeah. It's um, all about teaching kids physical literacy, um, strength training and play. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, so what's the deal with it? Like if I was, what, what, who's your customer out there? Who, it, who are you appealing to, to do, to take on the brand X method? Um, Typically, you have, like, we break our program into rookies, JV, and varsity. Mm -hmm. Um, We have our rookie group, which is ages 6 to 10. Some people may start at 5. Some people even have a preschool program, 3 to 5. We start age 6, and we'll take a 5-year-old. It just depends. If they they can follow directions, you know, be part of a class. Mm -hmm. Usually, if they're a sibling, it works out. Um, Firstborn, sometimes not. just depends. (laughs) Um, But we've had some 5-year-olds. And then we, we have our 11 to 13-year-olds, mm-hmm. kind of our JV teens, pre-teen group, and then our varsity, which is pretty much elementary, middle, high school, if you look at it that yeah, way. Yeah. Um, elementary would be the rookies, middle school, JV, mm-hmm. and high school varsity. Now, do you, have, do you have kids all the way through then, or would you recommend having kids all the way up through like 18, or at some point like 17, 18, they transition and like it may work out with I adults? Would. If they're or, still in school in high school, I I would prefer him sure. still be in our program. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. So, um, so where did the brand X thing hold? Where where did it originate from? Well, where did it start? It originates. Um, Jeff and Mickey Martin were with Brand X in Ramona, California, right outside of San Diego. They developed, um, founded the original CrossFit Kids and Teens mm-hmm. back in two thousand four. And they developed the original training course for I didn't realize it was that trainers. old of a thing. Yeah, yeah, started. Yeah, yeah, they started as a martial arts studio, and then okay. they wanted to um, ways to improve kids' fitness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then ran it for ten years, and their jam was you know Brand X. And then in 2014, started the Brand X method. You know, their own um, own training methods. Kind of revamped the program. Came out. What I love about the Brand X is the continued education. It never stops. Mm. It's uh, like right now they have the PYCC, Professional Youth Coaching Certification. Mm-hmm. And one of the things they say in there I love, it truly is a living thing. It's okay. not, you know, there's so many courses you do it, then that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you went back four years later, it's the same course. Mm. It, it hasn't changed, but we're always changing. I mean, yeah. As a world, we're changing. Um, kids well, hopefully are always learning new things and, all, exactly. and you know, developing and, that program along the way. And yeah. which would put me on another soapbox, but it amazes me when <laughs> there are um, opportunities out there and people don't take advantage of mm-hmm. it. You know, mm-hmm. if you are a coach or a teacher, you never start learning. There's that great saying, you know, they, they've been teaching 20 years, but they have one year experience. Yeah. Have you ever heard that? Yeah. yeah. So, because they're doing the same thing they did year mm-hmm. one. Right. I, I know even on my teaching side, I've been teaching 21 years and I truly feel like I have 21 years experience. Neat. Yeah. Always trying to do what's best for the kids, revamping things. Um, you know, because they are different. Kids I teach today aren't the same they, they were five years ago. Right. And 10 years ago. And I'm not the same teacher, which I shouldn't be. Yeah, um, hopefully not. <laughs> yeah, I would hope not. But unfortunately, there are. You know, they call it the old, um, what they call them, the yellow lesson plans, where it was white and it's turned yellow uh-huh. over the years because yeah. it's the same plan. It's the same thing. Um, yeah, putting out the same thing. So... I don't know, did I get off track here? No, I where, just a little bit. You're talking about where it came from. A little bit where, so, oh, yeah, where it came arts, from. Wanted, wanted started, more. Started, yeah, wanted more. Um, and then started 
the Brandix training centers around the world. And what's mm-hmm. great, what's different than from other you know fitness type situations, you can have them anywhere. Mm-hmm. They're territorial. They have um, their standards are very high, and they protect the brand. You know, okay. like right now, if you if you go to the other one, we'll just say CrossFit is what it is. If mm-hmm. if I had a gym. You know, in one corner of this office building, you could have one across the street or on the other corner. Mm-hmm. With Brand X, you can't do that. Okay. Um, so they have a proximity. Um, like Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and it's all about protecting the brand. It's not, It's you can't just go take a weekend course, pay to be an affiliate, and then you're a, you're a training center now. There's so mm-hmm. much more into it. What is with, the process then? Um, well, so... Now with the PYCC out, you must have at least that, which does include the um, Brandix Basic Advanced and Live Course. You have to do a written essay. Video coaching has to be submitted uh-huh. and approved um, because it's protecting their brand. If it has the sure. Brandix name on it, you know it should be consistently um, coached. The standards across, no matter where, if you're mm-hmm. here. Or if you're in a you know a gym in Australia or Ireland or wherever it may yeah. be, I name those two because those are two of the other Brandex labs. But uh-huh. um, if you walk in there, and, you know our language, um, and the way we're coaching and working with the kids should be consistent. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so this has been going on since 2004, and uh, obviously progressed along the way. Um, so. What are what are all those different things you just said? Like there's the the certification, but then there's other things that you're talking about along that. Because um, honestly, the website's a little confusing in terms of, of what I need to do and where and, and all that kind of stuff. And and so there was different levels of different things. And then I'm going to a thing tomorrow, but that's not the same thing as a certification thing. That's a different thing. So right. like what what are those layers? Can you right. tell us more about those yeah. those layers? I guess. So the um, well, one thing, if someone went on there, they're very open and, and want to be involved, you can set up a call. Yeah, yeah. And then someone from Brand X will call and Which was like talk, on which every makes page. It like, like, yeah. let us know. And I was like, well, that's really funny. Like, is that real? Like, and, I, I, and, I, the, <laughs> and, the, and it really is. So, I mean, yeah. they're so personable. That's really neat, um, yeah. And they will, they will guide you in the right direction and, mm-hmm. and see if – and what I love about it, it's not like – Oh, you're interested. They want you to sign up, take your money and go. No, mm-hmm. they want to make sure you're the right fit for what they do. Gotcha. That, and, yeah, yeah. and that's kind of the, the standards they set, which I, and I love that, that accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the courses go, they offer the online courses. The basic course is the, would be the revamped original kids course. Okay. That you can take. And the advanced course goes in more depth. Um, and then you have the live course weekends, which, couples with youth barbell okay and then what tomorrow is we're hosting the art of growing up strong is yes. a new live series they started strictly a seminar okay on you know kids and teen coaches or even adult coaches help them mm-hmm. focused on the deadlift the squat and the bench nice is what the focus is now that is no type of certification it's mm-hmm. truly a day's worth of professional development yeah you know more education um and the methods they use to teach those lifts mm-hmm yeah, that's yeah. really neat. And so those happen kind of all over the world. Is that what, is that what it sounds like? Yeah, yeah the, the first Art of Growing Up Strong was uh, in New Jersey. Um, they're going to Mexico City. I think that was rescheduled maybe next month. They're, or they're going to be in Ireland in April. They're mm-hmm. here in Nashville for March. Uh, I think they're back in California 
in June. Okay. But yeah, they go all over. Yeah. Yeah. So right now, why why would it be important for so many of the boxes that are getting into kids programming more and more? Um, maybe you already have a CrossFit kids class going on because CrossFit just recently, you know, kind of basically just threw all the standards out the door. Right. Any, any standards that they had are, are, are gone and even weird stuff about, you know, not needing to back. They're not worried about background checking and stuff, which I'll tell you right now. Um, if you have any kids program whatsoever and you're not back checking, you're an idiot. Right. And I mean, today's day yeah, and the things that have come out, I mean, how could you not? And you need to check on people, period. Yeah. Um, don't, don't be stupid. Um, it's not worth the consequences to be honest. Um, yeah. and so like it, it's, it's, it's a pivotal time if you want to invest in those kids as opposed to just having a run of the mill like you're talking about the yellow paper p class right. you know ultimately like where you're you know this this is an important thing but um it, it's an important time to invest in kids and you have the answer for that um in the world today where crossfit is stepping away from you know right right yeah and then we explicitly teach kids movement mm-hmm. um i think a lot of times you know, we're here in the Nashville area, a very affluent area. There's so many things out there. Well, mm-hmm. there's a lot of programs. If you just want to get your kid active and go get them sweaty, there's a lot of great places you can go. Sure. But what are they learning from that? It's kind of like to your point mm-hmm. um, back in PE, every class we have has a focus or a mm-hmm. skill that we want them to walk away with. Like, what did you learn today? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, because you're developing a lot of body awareness and trying to teach them how to move safely. You can have kids go jump or, like we said, squat, lunge, but they need to learn how to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's the deliberate practice. Um, so, and that's kind of what we do. And, and when people come in, that's the first thing they say, like, you're actually teaching my kid how mm-hmm. to do this. It's not so much they're sweaty or getting sore. Um, they're learning how to move and move safely and move efficiently. And it is individualized for each one. It's not, we know not every kid's not the same. So we structured it to each kid, um, within that class. Mm, That's neat. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and one of the things that like Greg Glassman said at one point I was listening to him, he was talking about if there was one thing you could do for your kid growing up, like an activity that you, what would it be? And he, he always says gymnastics. Right. Um, because of the body awareness and, and right. the way that you can move. And you're basically doing that um, education and adding on top of that some some strength training as, as well. Yeah, strength is, is the that, main thing we do because yeah. if you take the general physical skills, strength helps everything. Sure. It helps your balance, your strength speed. Strength is your never a weakness. Strength is never. says that all the time. It, it helps everything. Um, you're welcome, Chris Radican. <laughs> so that is our main focus. But to your point, I mean, kids that – have that gymnastic background and come to us, yeah. they do have that body awareness mm-hmm. and they're a lot easier to coach up front. Oh yeah. Than the deconditioned kid or athlete Even coming in from the yeah. that have that experience like come in and you're yeah. like, oh, do yeah. this and they do it and you're like, well done. Well their mobility's really well yeah. really good and um, they can get in position. Uh, but even then, range of motion's like the last thing on the spectrum we worry about. Okay, you know it's it's always safety first. Yeah, you know, you're talking about the spine and the knees and those positions, and then we then we look for the little points of performance, and then range of motion's always last. We'll limit the range of motion to keep mm-hmm. them in a safe position. You know, instead of worrying about the depth of a squat per se. Okay. Or if they're deadlifting from the ground, we can elevate it. Mm-hmm. If we can keep their spine neutral, we'll keep it elevated. Okay. And then we'll just adjust the height as they progress. So here's something I've heard 
throughout throughout my days is that kids shouldn't be uh, lifting heavy. They shouldn't be doing heavy things um, because it stunts their growth or uh, um, will injure them because they're so bendy and they're you know they haven't developed uh, all and you'll hurt their growth plates. Like all these things yeah. that that I've heard throughout my life. Right. Um, like what what is your experience with any of that? Have, have you found that kids are stunted in their growth because they're doing brand X or that, you know, their growth plates aren't naturally connecting well or, or whatever, you know? Yeah, not not at all. That's all been. <laughs> yeah, that's all been proven false yeah, um, yeah. through the studies. Now, you know, kids, you tell like our rookie group, young, they should not be one rep maxing. <laughs> um, obviously, it's it, it, again. Welcome goes, to class, five year olds. Yeah, let's uh, let's get your one rep max here to start. No, with the kids, they get stronger. You know, pre puberty and time under tension. Yeah, and going through the movements. So we we slow things down. We do tempo body weight squats or mm-hmm. tempo body weight push ups or eccentric pull ups. Things like that. Time under tension. Um, but it's been proven the the whole growth plate thing is not related at all to yeah. weight train at all. Yeah. And there's so many articles out there and the research has been done by the medical field. Um, so yeah, not at all. Yeah. And, but I find that those old, uh, thought yeah. processes yeah. creep up all the time. You know, like even when I talk to people about squatting right to depth, um, like, Oh, I think that's bad for your knees. Right, or yeah. like, I'll have people that start out on CrossFit that'll post, a video about them squatting and they're like, Oh, that would just break my knees in half or, yeah. or like watch your back or you're going to hurt your back doing the back yeah. squats and stuff like that. And you're yeah. like, no, yeah. look at their spine. Like yeah. it's great. Yeah. You know, and, and, and actually your less range of motion is going to hurt you in the long run. Well, it's like, you, know? you see the people, they say certain age, you know, there were, it was probably a month or two ago. You probably saw it. Something about deadlifting. Don't deadlift mm-hmm. over the age of fifty or forty-five. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is correct. Well, you absolutely should be. Yeah, you know, for your bone health and your uh-huh. joints. It's all about, and that's what we teach our kids. You know, if you're in the right position, uh-huh. you're not going to hurt yourself. Yeah, it's well, perfectly. I think fine that was safe. on my newsfeed. Yeah. Um, right before the one that was posted about the eighty-year-old uh, max deadlifting like four hundred. Yeah. Um. So I think it was right there in the. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he rips it off the ground. Um. But yeah. I, I mean, I could go off for a long time. I have older people that I have in in one of my classes all the time, and and that and in my job, I see a lot of older people and they're like, Oh, you do that CrossFit thing. That's crazy. You're going to hurt yourself. And right. I'm like, actually it's for when I get your age, like I want to survive. Right. Like I want to be that. Person. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, strength's never weakness nope. and, and helping kids develop, man, if it was only uh, body awareness and muscle awareness and being able to move efficiently and effectively and in a healthy ways, like it would be hands down worth every penny right. in, in my opinion. Right. Um, but to couple that with, this is how you build strength, and we're gonna we're gonna naturally uh, help you develop those skills at an early age, so that as you progress in sports or athletics or just overall, just you know, GPP, life, like so yeah. like that. This is this is gonna be beneficial yeah. for you, and that's what we want it to be for longevity. Yeah. It's not. Okay, we're not trying to get someone ready for a football season mm-hmm. or a gymnastics meet, or to, it, it doesn't matter. We want them to. You know, fall in love with movement, like yeah. I said, and want to move and move daily and move freely, um, and no matter what they do. And mm-hmm. the whole thing with the physical literacy, you should go out there and do anything. Right. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, 
And we were all about training the different planes because life doesn't just happen up and down. Yeah, which <laughs> happens is all around. Three sixty, a little bit of a deficit so, in CrossFit, right? In that, so, and that's why terms, yeah. we, yeah, our programming's different in that. Yeah, set, that we we train in all. When directions. you have so many as kids, you have so many coach experiences where they may be really good coaches at their sport, but when it comes to weightlifting and yeah. you know any any type of like cardiovascular health, it. They're, they're a deficit just because their emphasis is on coaching and plays and doing doing the things that you need the skills to learn. And and having kids that already come into programs like that mm-hmm. who are like, yeah, I can, you know, let's work on back squat. And you're like, you know, coach, this is this is actually how I back squat. <laughs> like, this, yeah. is, this is the proper way to do it. I'm yeah. not going to get hurt. You know, is it should be a huge help to, to every kid, you know? Oh, yeah. So are you speaking to, like, coaches now? Well, like coach sport. I'm more talking about that. kids moving into. It's going to um, help that coach, the coaches, kid that can move well. Yeah, coaches yeah. overall it, that I've heard more times than not, I'll just say that. Right. I'll just say that. Is, is that. It's not um, their strong suit. It's not. It's and, not. And, it, and, yeah. and I'm not I'm not putting them down. It's just fact. No, like, that's just not fact. where their strength is. Yeah. You know, their strength is calling plays. And, and and you having the Teaching tools the you need yeah, the, yeah. to do that. Um, it, it's not back squatting. And, and I've heard so many kids that grew up with like CrossFit influences in their life where they're they're learning um, functional fitness, but but also uh, good Olympic lifting as well. Get into those programs and they're like, you're, you're going to hurt yourself. And they're helping friends and they're helping the people they're lifting with and and all around them develop much better um, strength and body movements that aren't that are long term going to help them out in their sport, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So what? What about coaches? That, that's. Oh, a, I was just saying. No, well, that's always a thing too. Like you said, if they, <laughs> they're good at their sport, but then they're also running, you know, the off season strength conditioning mm-hmm. program. Um, it's why even something like Brand X is great. I mean, we, we did like tomorrow's seminar mm-hmm. would be, and kind of to my point, people don't take advantage. I, you invite people, and it amazes me people don't take advantage of opportunities like this. Yeah. It's almost that mindset. I think people, they're as content where they are, mm-hmm. you know, and you just, you have to be motivated, I guess, internally to want to improve sure. your craft and, and all. And I know some great ones out there that do. Um, some people choose not to. Sure, sure, yeah. But, uh, and I, I don't. I mean, is it? Do you think it's still because it might be new for people, like the Brand X stuff, or do you think that it should be already like a household <laughs> kind of name? You know, like I think it is. If you're anyone familiar with um, specifically kids and teens mm-hmm. and functional training, you, you know the Martin's name and you know Brand X. Yeah. Um, globally uh, is out there. Now, if you, if you have no, um, you know, experience with the whole world of functional fitness stuff the last sure. 15, 20 years, and, you know, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Um, but my whole thing is like, you're going to be there tomorrow and you, you'll mm-hmm. meet, meet some of the Martins and experience it. And, um, it'll, it'll leave a lasting impression. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, I mean, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I always like, learning even though i don't necessarily have direct contact with kids kids yeah. coaching in classes i have kids you know yeah. and and yeah. they will you know come out and do some things in, well, in my garage gym and stuff like that and so and I, you, you know, coach right yeah. it, it'll it'll make a mm-hmm. big difference um i know one of the adult coaches at our gym who's now 
back to helping with the kids. She helped me before. She said she uses more from what she's learned yeah. through the brand X oh, cool. than she has on the adult side. Yeah. When she's working with clients and mm-hmm. athletes. Yeah, I was kind of wondering, and and I don't know if you want to get into this at all, but like what are some standout differences in coaching uh kids or teens as opposed to adults are there uh I, again that kind of depends on the coach like i could turn around and go coach an adult too right um i think it's just with your approach i know with like the kids we're not trying to take an adult program and instill it in the kids right you yeah know, yeah it's, you're it's not adapting different. from adult yeah. down you're, it's, you're starting with kids yeah yeah it's starting with the kid and i think your general population i know in referring to the the lady coach i'm saying it's you get someone new in there it's not much different than working with a kid mm-hmm. you know there's an adult but right. they they need those foundational movements it needs to be broken down very simple mm-hmm. um to teach them how to move well yeah okay yeah i just didn't know if there were like things that um specifically would be different for kids or teens as opposed to adults like you know, you. I don't I have no idea what what I'm even. You know, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not setting you up for anything. Yeah. I, I'm merely just asking, like, um, if I if I go and learn uh, adult barbell seminar yeah. and then come to your youth and kids seminar, is is there things that you're going to tell me that would be uh, more beneficial for, for teenagers and or that that wouldn't necessarily work with adults or like things that you wouldn't do with adults that you would do with teenagers. Does that make sense? What yeah. I'm kind of asking? I, I, yeah. I think or is it all idea. pretty relatable in terms of I mean, it is. I mean, you can have you know, 10 different coaches teach a deadlift. They're probably going to say some things different, but there's going to be still those key points. Yeah. 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 Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it goes, I mean, like with kids and teens, like I said, we're not going to, sit there and worry about one rep max on a kid. Sure. It's more, our whole thing is... At what point does that happen? With, when load changes, the only thing that should change is the speed of the bar. Okay. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. You know, if it's a PV stick, PVC stick, you can stand up pretty quick. It's mm-hmm. 400 pounds, it's going to move slower, but the body position shouldn't change. Right. And that's our whole thing. It, it's not how much, it's how well you okay. do the lift. And, and you, you say difference kids and teens, should it be different? I don't think so. If that's a 50-year-old, 20-year-old, or a 10-year-old, me personally thinks that approach should be the same. That's why mm-hmm. I said it kind of depends on the coach. Okay. I, it's just because, well, you're a 40-year-old man. Well, yeah, go ahead and pick that up. you got flexion in your back. That's fine. It should be the case, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, no, yeah, it's yeah. not okay. Just like it would. So if we're not going to let a 10-year-old do that, mm-hmm. why would we let a 40-year-old? Sure. I yeah. mean. So at, at is there a point where where it's okay for kids to max out? Like, well, that goes with your. Um, is it like post puberty? Yeah, I mean your age and what's your. You could be post puberty, but what's your your training age? Okay, is it zero. Is it two yeah. months? You see what I mean? That's you can be fifteen, but your training age is six years. Mm-hmm. He's been training since nine. Um, but yeah, as far as that maximal load, I mean, definitely you should be in your your puberty years. But okay. even then. Um, with Brand X, it's set up there. I love their programming too in the varsity level. It's it's usually set up by reps, as many as possible. So you're always um, progressing week to week uh, in PR and any of its reps, even if it's the same weight. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So, like, on like, because you're focused on time under tension, like, yeah, you're time under yeah. tension movement. So, 
one of the ones I like is say you're doing seven sets of three with 50 pounds, just mm-hmm. as an example. And then next week you do five by four at 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. Well, you're doing a rep more each set. You're still doing 20, 21 reps. Yeah. And then say the third week, fourth week, you do three sets of seven. Well, oh, you're doing like that same there. way. Yeah. Yeah. Seven reps. <laughs> but you're doing that 50 pounds, but you're doing it in three sets seven times instead of seven sets three. Yeah. Well, did you get better? Did you PR? Yeah. You're moving that weight more mm-hmm. and it's more time under tension and you're, and you're perfecting that lift. And then with young kids, you can say, okay, let's add five pounds, you know, after take a deload week, let the body, mm-hmm. you know, decompress and come back. And now you're at 55 pounds. Well, okay. if you did that in a year, you went up 60 pounds. Mm-hmm. So that 50 is now 110. Yeah. See what I mean? That's big. Yeah. But that's progressing them nice and steady. But you're doing 20 to 21 reps, perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, would yeah, that benefit an adult? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Because how many too just, stubborn to do we're it? We're too though. stubborn to do it. Too. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to be patient. And that's a that's another thing in today's society. We're used to, if you want to know something, you get on your phone, you know it in 30 seconds. Mm. You or know? know that somebody said something about that at some point. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It may not be true. It could be fake, fake news. But, um, it, it does take time. Yeah. And there's no, you know how it is, there's no quick fix mm-hmm. in a weight room setting lift. It takes time yeah. And, yeah. and patience. And that's where I think with the kids and teens, we have to make it fun. Mm-hmm. They got to want to come back. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, that's always part of it too, making every class fun. And, and we um, incorporate play even at the high school level into mm-hmm. it. Yeah, play could be that, throwing the tennis ball off the wall we talked about, mm-hmm. barefoot. Um, you know, do things like it with a partner or like max med ball throws mm-hmm. uh, we work in. And then back to dodgeball you mentioned earlier, mm. every kid still loves dodgeball, um, which is funny because a couple weeks ago we had a big JV class. These are 12, 13-year-olds. Okay. And it's like 19 boys and there's like three girls. <laughs> and I was like, you know, you'd think maybe not dodgeball. Yeah. Like these boys can be chucking that ball. And one of the girls goes, are we going to play dodgeball? Yeah. I was like, do you want? She goes, yeah, I want to play. I'm that's awesome. Like, uh, yeah, that's my girl awesome. right there. Yeah. Like, yeah. So three girls, 19 boys, and she wanted it. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Yeah. So I, I've wanted to play an adult dodgeball with like the kids' med balls, but I've, oh. I've got nobody to go along with that with <laughs> no, me. No, like a four pounder? Yeah, four, six, eight, ten. Whatever. Oh, wow. I'd be chucking it. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I think that'd be fun. I mean, it's going to go well, slower. If you could dodge sure, a wrench. Yeah, you can dodge, dodge a ball. ball. Yeah. Um, so here, here's another question for you. Uh, so frequency, like how often does Brand X think is good per week for kids to work out? I feel like most programs seem to be around two days a week or maybe three. Yeah, for really again, big like ones, the age, but, like your varsity okay. age, you can have three or four days. Okay. Um, now, two of those would be mainly strength mm-hmm. and two more conditioning type, okay. um, other skill based type training. You went having four days doing four big lifts. Oh, too know, bad. Like, yeah, too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then with the little ones, yeah, two or three. Okay. It's fine. And like I said, so much, you take like our rookie group, it's so much on teaching the movements, then the play. It's not mm-hmm. going to be that stressful, you know, sure. on the body. Right. Yeah. Herding cats sometimes. Mm-hmm. No, with the PE background, I have no yeah, classroom management, no problem. <laughs> I'm used to 50 kids in a class. So you, you give me 10 to 20, it's nothing. Yeah. Um, as far as that goes. So you hold standards with your, uh, let's say the rookies. Like, you, you're pretty tight with their standards. Is, is that what I understand? Like, in terms of movement oh, yeah. um, quality and things. Well, yeah, we have a focus of the day. So they, you know, okay. if we're focusing on, 
you know, the hinge and pushing uh-huh. the hips back, then yeah. that's going to be our main focus. Or okay. if it's on squatting that day, maybe it's on, you know, the bracing part or the neutral spine. There may be something else going on, but mm-hmm. we're going to focus on that one thing. And it yeah, could be yeah. different per kid. You can't give them just, you know, which is hard for adults. I can't give them four or five things. They're going to do nothing right. So <laughs> yeah. it's just that whatever that one main focus mm-hmm. is of the day. Well, I think that's where sometimes it, it is it doesn't translate well to go from adult programming to kid programming. Right. You know, because they go burpee, but then you have 10 kids in class that are all doing it differently. Um, because you just go, well, everybody can fall on the ground and get back up yeah. or whatever. We but call like, those floppies, actually. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, yeah. <laughs> like a burpee, we do a strict push-up. Uh-huh. And a floppy is truly flop on the ground yeah. and get up. <laughs> yeah, lay down and get up. Yeah. 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 And, and so, like, you know, that's what I was kind of wondering about, like movement structure, stuff like that. It sounds like you give more definition and guidance within those movements to focus on mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, if, if I was coaching an adult, I would say, Lay down on the ground and get up. Yeah, like that's where I know. Do. We'll but talk then you're about have kids that hands, are all over the place. Their shoulder position, their right. back yeah. position. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's, that's that's super important. To, yeah. yeah, I, I think because even a, a burpee, it seems like you know a simple movement, but if they got their hands turned in, elbows flared out, mm-hmm. well, they're internally rotating their shoulders. They're going to hurt themselves. Yeah, but some people don't think about that. No, it's, no. yeah. Do you think so? You we know, do get. I guess anal in a sense on that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah no, I think it's great. Yeah. And, and I think that's probably the only, when I've seen kids' classes happening, the only kind of deficit in learning that, that we might have in some of those where um, it's a little too free-for-all Yeah, because we're we're thinking adult programming and not yeah. kid programming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you know? we're very yeah, explicit Besides, on like, that. Besides, like, you know, pizza delivery and stuff, yeah. you know, fun warm-ups like that. But, but, like, in our, say, your conditioning place, piece we call it our movement practice we may have you know two minute intervals going on well one of them may be focusing on that skill like right now currently we're working on pressing okay so i got a group maybe just four or five kids working on pressing their two minutes they may take a dodgeball and be trying to throw and knock a roller over so Mm. it's kind of the free play Mm -hmm. but they're also developing that throw skill yep so which one's going to involve more intention? The press. Well, I got four kids to correct. I got four here. I may have four doing a, a run around the rig. Mm. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and then just rotate them through. Yeah. And over here, we're working on pressing and working on keeping the ribs down, spine neutral. Mm-hmm. You know, ideally, they're right you know, straight over top, but we'll adjust that if they mm-hmm. can't maintain that neutral spine. Yeah. So... Yeah. Your classroom management skill obviously will set you apart as a coach for kids' class. Like, is that oh, you part have of to Brand have the X, structure? Yeah, you know, is that part of the Brand X method though as well? Like, if I if I'm coming in off the street to learn this method and and to launch or be a part of a kids program, like, is that is that part of the training that you guys offer? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm going to go with a strong maybe. Yes. <laughs> no, well, I'm trying to think. I mean, the, the programming, everything's there. As far as like a school setting's different than management. But yeah, I mean, you're given management strategies in, in the way um, you program out a class. Okay. Now, there's a lot of layers here. That's why I, I gave the hesitate yes. Okay. Because I think it's so much I refer to my PE background. Yeah. Um, well, I just thought about I the model you just up. said, where you have kids pressing, <laughs> kids throwing, and kids running. Uh, and I'm like, n- never in an adult class I've had have had to third heard three groups 
of adults doing things. Maybe mm-hmm. two, you yeah. know, because of size and limitations on yeah. equipment. But like, but like that. That's well, the thing is, let's say the class deal. was small. Maybe you only had four or five kids, and mm-hmm. we would spend that two minutes together right there. Then mm-hmm. we would go over and then be doing the running together, sure. and then doing the throwing part. Depends. But if you got eighteen kids, right, it makes more sense. That, hey, let's get them at three spots. Um, Typically, most classes we have two coaches. Okay, I'm there. Um, which is which is you should have anyways when working with kids. Yeah, in, in your well, in we your have the parents stay anyway. But yeah, good point. Just I, I agree. <laughs> I, I, no, totally agree. Um, and so we're fortunate. We have three, one, two, three, four now that have some level of the brand X, and everyone's on the PYCC now working on it, and oh, cool. a fifth one even. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have five at Brand X Nashville that'll be PYCC coaches, which Dang. will be part of. I think the final number was eighty in the world. Started this is the, the new course, okay, and they'll start a new launch. I think May first. Um, so our prep's pretty good, and then we have a sixth one in the Nashville area up at CrossFit East Nashville. She's doing. She'll be there tomorrow too. She's taking the course. Who's doing that? Um, Christina. Okay. She runs the kids and teens at East Nashville. Oh, neat. Yeah. And they're CrossFit kids, and she's in the process of becoming Brand X as well. That's neat. Yeah. And we talked about that territorial thing. Uh-huh. And they're, they're like far enough, but it can be up to individual training centers too. She, my whole thing is like she's in our area. Her heart's in the right place. She mm-hmm. wants to do what's right for kids and teens, and that's what we all want. Yeah, it's not a competition thing. Sure, I'm not worried about my kids going up there, and she doesn't have to worry about her kids coming here, and that mm-hmm. doesn't matter anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if we're between us helping certain number of kids, that's what it's all about. It seems like it's a long process. Like, what? How long is the process to become to become cert- a training center? Yeah. Or yeah, well, or even get your certification. Or those it just go hand depends. In hand. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to do the certifications, and then the SA record yourself coaching uh-huh. kids or teens. Your background check, um, and then be approved by Brand X. I mean, if you have all your like anything, ducks in a line. Is that the yeah, same? Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you can do it pretty Camels, quickly. Horses, whatever. Animals, you wanna, horses, whatever you yeah. want to line up, man. I'm good. But that that would you know based on you going through the courses as well. Okay. That's yeah. a super vague answer. Yeah. yeah. Well, I try. I mean, it, it depends. I mean, I mean some, some people take like, an online course; they take months to do it, and they could maybe do it in a week. Okay. If they okay. invested the time and did it, um, you know, are you already are you thinking about starting a kids class? Are you going to be able to have kids in there to do a trial class to record? Sure. Um, you know, that kind of thing. Now, with okay. the PYCC set up to take twenty five thirty hours. Oh, right. So they, there you yeah. go. That's so like right time. now, I've had a week. I've done module one. Uh-huh. Um, so I still got worked. And that's just doing a little bit here and there, working through. There's a, you know, a lot of reading, online videos. Um, it's what I've done so far. It's it's awesome. But I geek, cool. I geek out on that stuff. Yeah. Like, but, it, but it's super in-depth. I mean, like, it's yeah, it, very this, is, this is not something you decide to go to one weekend and then, you know, come home. Right. Like, and what I love about... The online courses, too. And the, the live ones are phenomenal, obviously. Mm. But you know how it is. When you walk away from a live one, how much do you remember? There's always that saying, you know, unless you record a lot, you take great notes. But when it's online, you can always go back. Mm. Go back and watch a video true, again. Yeah. Go back and read the material again. Um, 
I still go back. I think I did the the basic course back in 2014. I still go back to it. Okay. At times for reference. Yeah, I still cool. have to refresh stuff, whatever it may be. Yeah. 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 But well, I can't me. go back to the original CrossFit Kids course I did in 2013. That was no. a live weekend course. <laughs> uh, which was still when the Brand X was running it. Yeah. I'll note. <laughs> I'll know. Just so you know. Just so you know. But yeah, as far as that, like if you wanted to become a training center, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you can put just a timetable, but I, I, I was looking for just yeah. kind of a, a you know. Let's it, just say this: it's not like go take a weekend course, pay three thousand dollars, and you can do it. Yeah, it's not that easy. Okay, yeah. so it's but it's not set up to be hard. A week and three if you're years. The right person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not a week. Um, you said if I worked hard, yeah. I could knock it out. Well, I week. said you could do the basic course, probably oh, okay. like in okay. a week. You, you, you could knock that part out. But uh, the new requirements are: you have to be. Um, one coach via training center has to be PYCC. Like we don't have to have all five. Okay, we're fortunate all five wanted to because you know what it is you you invest in these things. Sure, um, you know from a financial standpoint, everything take courses. Not uh-huh. like you just show up. Um, so I, I, I was pleasantly surprised that we have five on board um, wanting to do that. It's mm-hmm. awesome. That's really great. Yeah, because it is. And it's to, like I said, and you know how it is coaching. If you work with adults and there's three of you, well, if you're with them two days, someone else, you want that language to be consistent. Mm -hmm. Because if not, they get back to you. They're like, well, that's not what Bob said. Mm -hmm. That's not what Carla said. And, you know, it's all it should be consistent, whether I'm there coaching the class or one of these other coaches, the kids should be hearing it the same way. It doesn't mean we have our own little way we deliver the message the message is the same yeah and that's important for kids i mean consistency yeah. is super important for their for their educational health yeah. you know and if you're learning something like this with movements and strength and all those kind of things then that consistency is going to be beneficial to them to accelerate oh, yeah. and learn and, more and it's got to be repet- and that's what's different too i think when you mentioned the adult kids you know in the functional fitness side of functional movements you know, consistently or constantly varied mm-hmm. at a high intensity. It's a linear where we're more like a, a pyramid. Okay. You know, where we're consistently reinforced mm-hmm. mechanics, like the intensity sport parts, that small little tip. Right. Which, you know, sure. You're not as concerned with. Yeah. 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 And, you know, and, and you know, most of, most of boxes, probably aren't except for like this time <laughs> right, right. <now. laughs> yeah. well but, someone said that too about you know 19.3 you reference like someone says well i can handstand push-up but kipping well you shouldn't even kip it until mm. you can do it strict oh That's you're one of, of those guys i am one oh, of those guys gosh, you're same, the worst same with pull-up <laughs> well you talk like kids doing a kipping pull-up well their shoulders aren't ready right from yeah. a strength standpoint absolutely not structurally um, able to and really then again up. we say difference kids and teens well, should that 40-year-old do it, too? I don't want to talk about this anymore. Okay. <laughs> You're like, we're, we're going in the wrong direction. <laughs> I've, had that, I've had that reaction before. I'm just joking. As a guy who can't yeah. still do a strict pull-up, you know, I don't want to talk no, about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I'll go Kip, okay? Is that all right? You're Kip. Um, working <laughs> on it. I'm working on it. Dad gum. Working on it. Um, but yeah, I can't even do a handstand. I don't even want to talk about that either. That's a whole mental block thing. Yeah. I can have people put my feet up, yeah. and I can physically do it. You talking about freestand or on a wall? On a wall? No, I'm if not they hold about your feet, yeah, like they can push my feet up, and, and I'm you're fine. good. Like, just to kick up your ass. I can't do it mentally. It's, do your wall walk up? Yeah, I can do, do that. that and go 
chest of the law. Yeah, well, you're in a handstand. But I, yeah, but I can't just, just kick I can't just there. jump up there. I, it's something a middle block. It's, yeah, it's neurological, and you know. Yeah, let's not talk about Those that either. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so what? Uh, anything else we know about Brand X? You know, uh, where's the easiest I, place to find out about it and more information? Uh, the BrandXMethod.com. Okay. I think anyone who has any interest in working with kids and teens, mm-hmm. that's where they should start. Yeah. And like I said, they're very accessible. You reach mm-hmm. out, someone will talk to you. Um, it's it's growing. It's growing fast. And if you like to be held to a higher standard, that's where you want to be. Like mm-hmm. to your point, um, with just what came out with the CrossFit kids and the background check, unbelievable. And we're talking about kids. Yeah. I mean, that makes no sense. Yeah. They say, we don't care about this, yeah. basically. Like, this isn't our concern. Like, and you're like, understand. oh, do you see that door yeah. open? Let's yeah. walk through that because yeah. we have the answer for that. Right. Yeah. But I mean, for the safety and well being of kids, you just, you hate to see something come to that, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunate. But yeah, to say, well, you can run a kids program now, but you don't have to have any specific training working with kids. It's yeah, mind blowing. Which anybody who has worked with kids on anything knows that that's not true in yeah. any setting. But like, any common sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, common I mean, sense tells you. If you have an adult, uh, a college professor coming to teach an elementary class, yeah. that is not going to work out. No. Period. So, like any setting where that is the case is is not going to work. Yeah. And oh, I mean, it'll work. It'll happen, but you won't have the kids involved because they'll be like, no, "I'm out, zoned out." Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think it's invaluable, and, and I think investing in in kids now um, can help them, you know, build on a platform that you know maybe I didn't have as as a kid growing up, but also you know helps them be just better um, fitness prepared for you know general physicalness for life, you know? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and so I like that. And, and I'm looking forward to the, attending the, the seminar tomorrow. Um, anything else about, don't look up method X. That's a different deal. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The brand X method.com. Yeah. Method man. Also method different man, deal, different deal. <laughs> uh, yeah. And we're, uh, if you're in the, I guess the Nashville area, brand X Nashville, I'm always happy. I talk to people, um, interested in running programs and then we're starting to do things on the education side uh we're going to do a webinar coming up for the at schools how it's different so when you talked about classroom management Uh i'm trying to think which which hat am i wearing here it's so much different when you have 50 kids yeah and yeah they're required to be in your class Mm -hmm. when we're at the training center they're paying to be there yes they're choosing yeah it's a big difference Um, yeah Huge so and how yeah how you approach it how you implement it yeah um, you know and then when I coached high school football we used some of this as the conditioning and mm-hmm. um, strength training as well neat yeah so basically if you're um, someone who's actually wants to take their kids classes seriously you should check out Brand X, Brand X that's Method. what I'm hearing. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Best in the world. Best in the world. Best in the world. Look at that. Just gonna drop that out there. Drop, Man, yeah. That's awesome. I don't. I don't have any way to refute that. So, so. I was gonna say. So they they can try. They can. <laughs> good luck. Uh, All right. So check it out. Brandxmethod.com. Is that dot com. Dot com. Correct. Anything on Instagram? Any social media stuff? Yeah. Same thing. The Brandx Method. Okay. Um, ours is Brandx Nashville. Uh, Facebook. Same thing. Cool. The Brandx Method. All right, well, go check them out, and then uh, hit up Dan and uh, figure out when the seminars are happening and if you want to get through that uh, 
PYT? No, sorry, there's something else. <laughs> PYCC. PYCC. It's yeah, like the PYT. next one's May 1st. So it's, <laughs> it's one of those, a, a certain number gets in, it's like a class. Okay. And then, um, so yeah, I mean, that, the, next the intentionality and the uh, level at which you guys are operating at is fantastic because because you've identified in your training method what the appropriate number max number is and we're not going to water down water anything down, by making right. that larger more than our capabilities can handle and then you're looking at geographically of going this is not something we just want to just throw out everywhere we want something that's consistent and accurate and great everywhere you go and we're going to try to get in your area where you can be a part of that um, but we're not going to be on every street corner right and i'll add to that um if you become a training center they do bi-monthly webinars too where they're right there you're you're on for an hour um sometimes it's on the business side with matt hirsch or jeff and mickey will talk philosophy Mm -hmm. and something you know with the brand x method and then keegan and connor martin who you'll meet tomorrow will do something strength related like they did one on the deadlift one on bench tomorrow or they did one the other day on the overhead press mm-hmm. it's a full hour it's interactive you can ask questions they talk about um accessory drills and lifts the whole deal yeah and right you're like well when i'm coaching what about you know whatever it may be you yeah, know the yeah, hand yeah. placement you know on the bench or using dumbbells or mm-hmm. and they go through everything that's great and so you get that continued education within mm-hmm. um, being a training center, which is huh. awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I love it. Well, if you've also liked what you heard, go check them out. Um, I'm looking forward to my time tomorrow and uh, hit them up with all your questions. They are actually humans that will call you back, which I think yeah, is... Not a robot. Yeah, not, it's a very new thing these days. <laughs> um, not automated. But yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate you being here, Dan. And, Enjoyed uh, it. Man, yeah, if you like, go, go check them out and we'll catch you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. On your way out, please take time to subscribe if you haven't already. Leave us a five-star review if you've liked what you've heard. And also, leave us a comment. Let us know what's going on with you. If you don't mind, stop on Instagram. Give us a little like on the IG at Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Also, you can find me there at fitby40.blog. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.